0: Welcome to Side Talks. It's
1: a podcast where we talk about the movies. Is
0: that's that all I have we're to We're just going to do that?
1: I don't see why. I'm Rachel Morgan.
0: Uh, Corey Kraft.
1: People are tired of us uh, talking in an intro anyway. Let's it's, just let's get going. <laughs> right. Let's do it. Movies. Oh, sponsored by Revelator Coffee. Thank we're you, We're not Rebelator. tired of them. That's no. for sure.
0: No. Uh, movies
1: now. Movies. All right. So now it's time for a segment of the podcast called Phone a Friend, where we do just that. Phone a friend. Hello, Bro, Bro. It's Rachel and Corey. Hey. Hi. We are calling you right on time today. Right on time. Oh my
2: gosh! I know. I literally only just came back to the bathroom where
1: I like to sneak away so the dogs don't bark, and I had only just gotten in here. Punctual. We are punctual the of time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, what have you been watching? What's going on? Okay. Well,
2: I went back to I. You know, we dabbled uh, last week in some some uh, '90s. Steve Martin era um, Christmas movies. Yeah. So I went back to my, you know, my more trusted and tried and true formula of the Netflix slash Hallmark realm. Yeah. And on Netflix, um, I watched, what is it called? Uh, The Night Before Christmas, but Mm -hmm. night is spelled with a K. Oh, yes. Of course it is. Because he's a knight. Yeah, I get it. I get the it.
1: There's some weird, <laughs> sick fascination with connecting holidays with several things, one of which is military. There's an entire, they actually do an entire day. I don't know if you know this or not, but on the Hallmark channel, they do an entire day of military day, military connected to Hallmark. It's almost like a porn wow. oh, really? search engine where people <laughs> have their, you know, they have their thing, right? You know, right. Mix dessert.
0: Christmas with military. <laughs> right.
1: And so it's a thing. And then there, there's another thing where people want to be in the olden days. And sometimes those yeah. olden and a lot of times those olden days are, you know, that medieval era.
2: Right. Which, that's, okay, so that's the thing, like, with this. He's from medieval knight, so this old crone <laughs> sends the him to the future. Okay, but he
1: is in 1330s England oh. and she sends him to modern-day small-town Ohio. That seems like a good jump. That seems like exactly where you would send. <laughs> right. And, like, okay, there's just so many
2: modern-day things that I feel like he would really struggle with. Like, okay, so this lady meets him, the, the, the lead lady, you know, she meets him at this festive town event or whatever, and he's dressed like a knight, but she thinks he's just part of the, you know, costumery, because there's a stand Clos- you know, there's people there. And then, on the way home, it's really snowy, and she hits him with her, as he calls it, steel steed. Um, <laughs> and, he's, and he's fine because of the armor, but he's talking a little weird, so they think he's bumped his head. So, oh, perfect. He just, so they take him to the hospital. And it's apparently what they say is that he's got um, he's got an amnesia, but it's going to work itself out. He thinks he's from, like, thirteen hundreds, but it's fine. It'll go away.
1: No big deal. Oh, man. And,
2: you know, and, like, okay, he has no ID, no phone, no automobile, no reference point of like a place to go or home or anything, and and like the um, the town cop is going to um, he's like offered to keep him at the station for the for the night, and she I think she feels guilty about like mowing him down with her car, but like
1: she is it a car though, Lisa? Keep... Is it a car or oh, it's it? guilty? <laughs> she
2: offers him to stay at her guest in her guest home. Oh, she's thirsty. She's
1: thirsty.
0: This is thirsty. by the way and, okay, like, where I turned this movie off. Because I did start <laughs> it, but no, I couldn't I couldn't go past that.
1: She's thirsty for some oh, night loving.
2: Like, okay, if this okay, if he wasn't hot, do you think <laughs> that no. if you hit a random dude dressed all weird, no with your car, he has no ID, no cell phone, no nothing, he goes to the hospital, no medical records to speak of, nothing. And then you know nothing about him. See, and he's carrying a giant sword, like a fully has a weapon. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Would you just bring him home? No.
0: This could I'm be I mean, the most attractive person who ever lived, and this would be a no go.
1: I mean, I'm telling I mean, you, but is really cute. They if, did, he's super hot. Yeah, it's true. If this, but as still, is always the case on in these things, if look, if this, if this gentleman looked like I walked to get coffee this morning, if this gentleman looked like anybody I passed on my walk to get coffee this morning especially when I got of the bridge there's no way in hell that this woman would bring him home <laughs> no it's yes yeah, exactly exactly
2: so yeah she you're right she's thirsty and then okay but then like she shows him around the um the guest house right She just sort of says oh and the bathroom's over there and and then the very next scene she pops back from her house with some clothes for him to wear and he comes out of the bathroom all wet and with his towel wrapped around him and it's like okay are you serious like he successfully figured out modern plumbing there is
1: no way and he's I not mean, he's maybe, not jumping up and down about it like that would be incredibly exciting if well, i were if i were from 13 something you know medieval era and you drop me yeah. in a modern bathroom i'd go to freaking town what
0: manner of dwelling is this <laughs>
1: <laughs> what right? witchcraft and like you know maybe gave him a lesson on how to
2: use it, but like we didn't see that. And honestly, at this point, she thinks he's a modern guy with amnesia, so she had no reason to train him on how to use a toilet, you know? And, like, I... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have trouble even figuring out shower handle configurations at my friend's houses when I'm staying over. So, like, That's a good So, like, there's no way point. the yeah. dude from way back could have even... He's never even seen a shower before, because they probably only had, like, wooden bathtubs or something. So, you know, stuff like that is a little bit weird. And then also, okay, the very first night... He starts a bonfire in her yard and that she has to extinguish. And he was trying to kill and cook a skunk. And so she took him to a diner. And then the next day he takes his sword and he battles, quote unquote battles, her light up reindeers in the yard, destroying them all. And she's like, not even that mad. So I'm just thinking this guy is very dangerous. Like he has a weapon. He's starting fires. He's mutilating her decorations. Killing skunks.
1: this is a nightmare. Attempting to
2: kill and eat a skunk. Like,
1: it just seems like she's really smitten with this. With this she thrill. is thirsty, like these women, like a lot of these women in the Hallmark movies are. I would also say they you are? have you have a good point, Lisa, that he doesn't know how to use a shower. How stinky was this little mofo when he first showed <laughs> That's up? Good point. I feel I mean, like nice everybody from probably, medieval era was a mm, s- little stank.
2: Exactly. Like he probably had more access because he was a knight and was within the
1: realm or whatever um, than just the peasants. That's but, true. He was yeah, probably he getting bathed by like an attractive lady.
0: But at the very oh, least, right. his teeth are all fucked up.
1: That's right. Oh my God. Good point. That, that breath is be. kicking. He yeah.
2: Known, yeah. He wouldn't have known how to use a toothbrush. None of that. None of that. And like, Oh, and then at one point she let him drive her car to, I don't know, run some errands and like, he does wind up leaving it kind of parked up on a curb and left the door open, kind of like a dupus. But the fact that he got all the way to the town square without mowing down, like, a whole bunch of children is very... Yeah, amazing. there's there's you a know? bit of
1: a learning curve on that, just for even people who've seen cars drive their whole lives. Like, they've seen, they've been right? in one, they've said, like, if you were just being dropped, it w- it would, this is, this is, I can't believe we're even debating this, actually. Yeah, there's something... The, the, the premise oh, of the we... night before
0: Christmas is a little implausible, okay?
2: Yeah, it's like we suspend the disbelief of the time travel, but, like, the fact that he you know, doesn't understand how toilets work is, like, blowing our minds. It really so, is, oh, also, though. there's a scene where he... um, She has to buy all this bread for this Christmas dinner and she wants to buy store-bought and he's like, no, let's just make it and show me where the flour is and all this. And oh, it's like the quarantine. Wonderful baker. Yeah, exactly. And... Um, Tony pointed out, and she loves the bread. It's so good. But, like, Tony pointed out, wouldn't it taste super weird, and wouldn't it be, like, very olden times, like, 1300s? Like, 700-year-old bread isn't going to taste the same to modern palates, you know? No way. Yeah, no way. No way. No way. So, oh, and then one other thing, um, the, uh, he watches a lot of TV while in the guest house. He binges it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, to learn, you know, everything about the modern world. That's the trope of, of how you learn about it. Uh, and his takeaway... Was that everyone says everything is quote lit A S. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
2: that's what we learned from Hollywood.
1: I love it. That's the takeaway. <laughs> which is a
2: pretty good commentary on Netflix part. Oh, and they did do um, a really cute little crossover thing where on TV one of the times one of the times he's watching it is a clip of Rob Lowe in another different Netflix Christmas movie, the Christmas in the Wild one. Oh, I, I love a good seen.
1: connection like that.
2: I know. So apparently they're all in the same universe.
1: So, well, that um, is that that makes this that lifts this <laughs> uplifts this. You know what I would love? Was, I mean, it's like pretty good. Like I, That's know pretty like, good. Silly,
2: you know. But it's like it's
1: fun, and he he is very cute. He is cute. I can't. I can't, I would I'd put him in my guest <laughs> house too. He's he's Netflix hot. So here's what I would love. I would love to take a script like this and put it into the hands of Lars von Trier.
0: Oh Jesus!
1: And just see oh, yeah. where this goes. I feel like this takes a much different turn. I would love it. Or like, yeah, can, Corey, can you get on that? Be, yeah, like
2: poisoned, and everything <laughs> would go awry, and there would be darkness everywhere. Yeah, I think that it would, would definitely a take really a sexual
1: turn pretty early on. Or just
0: like Robert Eggers, you know, just to get some oh, like sure. really period accurate night behavior and and speech and and look.
1: He took 14 yeah. years to research. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so glad you brought this to us because I've been actually questioning whether or not I should watch this one. And I'm, I'm, I'm on the side of the fence of definitely.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's still overall, you know, terrible. But it's like good terrible, not obnoxious terrible. Right. Right. So, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, not to spoil anything, but things work out in the end. So, oh, I can't know, believe don't it. Don't worry about
1: yeah, but not necessarily in the Lars Monturier version. No, oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be some open-ended nihilism. There's no way around it. Yeah,
0: clearly a lot less uh, genital mutilation in the version that exists than in Lars' version.
1: <laughs> I feel like we're spending yeah. a lot more time in medieval era.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, you're right. You're right, because at the end they bounce back and the crone is now talking to his younger brother. Like she's going to get him next. But I mean, and like, what's okay? <laughs> side of modern day Ohio, but like, what if he really had immediately gotten plowed down by a bus or a train or something like she probably sends nights to the future all the time and they just <laughs> don't make it because they're immediately killed by modern disease or machinery or something like that just never come back, you know, and and so, and then this one did come back, but then, spoiler alert, he went back to the future to be with the lady that he met. But, like, what does that mean about, is she slowly depleting the um, the knights that are back there? I mean, are they going to run out of knights because this crone keeps sending them to the
1: future? Yeah, but they're all dying at the age of nine anyway. So I think I mean, we're good. that's true. Was, what was <laughs> it's plenty, the life, it's life expectancy is, like, 28. So yeah. they're, they're all right.
0: I mean, this guy's already in his, like, distant old age, I right. presume like he's in his mid twenties. He's going to die. And <laughs> yeah, he, yeah.
1: Oh man. Well, thank you, Lisa. We appreciate this. Are you well, on yeah, to more holiday fare or you got a, got a few more ahead of you? Yeah. I'll probably squeeze a
2: few more in before Christmas proper, but you know, then I, I may, um, I, I may shift the focus and, and hopefully bring something a little less hokey to you next time. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see. We'll see.
1: But listen, I meant to tell you, and I, you may already know this, but I, I kind of want to highlight it. Once January hits, they then have the winter romance oh. on Hallmark. It's, oh, it's yes. You, you I just go, have
2: for that. Chris.
1: Yep. Because people right. aren't quite so ready to put ice it skating, about. I
2: think.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah. They're not they're ready like to put it about.
2: They're like ice carving and ice skating, and they're doing winter things without so many red bows and Christmas decorations on everything.
1: And everything's just like yeah. fro- frozen in love. Yeah, stuff. Like <laughs> yeah, frozen in love. All right. Well, we're looking so forward I'll to I'll it. I'll
2: look into some of those.
1: Yes, please. We're looking forward to what what you have next. Um, but we'll let you go so you can go, you know, binge more. Because uh, you, you're still in the Netflix world. We need you to move on to Hallmark. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. I need to get, yeah. And that usually happens when I go
2: home because they're yeah. on basic cable and you can just flip through them really. So I'm probably going to, yeah, amp up the Hallmark in uh, by tomorrow. So, Perfect. So, yeah.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, we'll <laughs> talk to
2: you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. 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 <laughs> Oh, Corey, guess what? What? What's this shit?
0: Well, lay it on me. What is this shit indeed?
1: I'm going to tell you. I think I'm pretty much at the end of this film. Okay. It's got to be in the last 25% the very, at the very least, maybe even closer to the end. All right. And it's a bunch of dudes. You know, again, we're if you haven't guessed this already, this is airing post-holiday, but we are right now just a couple of days before Christmas. That's as right. We, as we record, you know, a little bit of a lag here. Um. And so, this is a bunch of dudes in Santa suits. Okay. Hats and beards are off. And there's a, you know, they're rustled up. Okay. But they're in Santa suits and there's some machine gun action.
0: Machine gun? Yeah,
1: there's people holding machine guns. And the camera work is terrible. It's like a Dutch angle.
0: Santas, machine guns, Dutch angles. angles.
1: And there's some real unrealistic banter that. You know, I don't, you, you mo- things you most likely aren't going to say when somebody's pointing a machine gun at you. Sure. Things sure. like, you fucked the wrong guy. Uh-huh. That kind of thing, uh-huh. and once that gets said, there's a there's some hubbub, and then there's a very attractive young woman in the room. In addition to all these Santa men, is and,
0: is the young woman Charlize Theron? Oh, it is. So this is Reindeer Games. This is Reindeer Games. Yeah, I've never seen this. I'm just vaguely aware of like this is you Ben Affleck it. and Gary Sinise being That's like right. tough guy thieves who dress up like Santa Claus to do crimes.
1: Yes, and there's a there's a whole thing where. You know he goes. He keeps saying, uh, uh, "Wait, don't, don't shoot me, don't shoot me." Uh, you know, here's the deal. I'm gonna. Well, and this is after Gary Sinise has this quote, which uh-huh. I think you're gonna really appreciate, which is, "You're gonna be spending Christmas with the birthday boy himself."
0: <laughs> with, that gets said. <laughs> that's a little convoluted, but okay. I love that.
1: Oh, um, that gets said. And so then that's when Affleck goes, "Wait, wait, wait, dude! There is a safe. There's a Powell safe." And I was like, "What the fuck is a powwow safe?" And he's saying it like we're like that's a common li- like criminal lingo, sure. Which I did quickly go look, and I didn't spend a lot of time searching for this. But a powwow safe wasn't out there anywhere. It wasn't like, "Oh yeah, that's when a gangster has it," whatever. But. We're supposed to know, think that this is like a normal thing. So the Powell safe is behind the liquor cabinet, okay. and around this time they then cut to somebody who I hadn't seen before because you know I'm jumping in these things randomly, and I have seen this by the way, but it was a hundred years ago and forgot. I've forgotten sure, it. sure. So there's a gentleman with his head on the desk bleeding, and he's not in a Santa suit, and he kind of lifts his head up, and they go, "You get up and you know open the liquor cabinet and, and is there?" And sure enough, there's a reveal to be a safe, and then when. He opens the safe up and reaches in. Ben Affleck whispers, "It's like pow wow, motherfucker, what? or something like that, something along those lines." And then what comes out of the safe is, of course, not money or jewels, which they were hoping for, but guns, Blazin'. What? Yeah, Ben. It's like pow wow. It's it's terrible. It's wow. absolutely terrible. The
0: the final film by legendary director John Frankenheimer.
1: Oh, wow. That's um, really sad.
0: I, one I've never seen, but I sure do like The Manchurian Candidate. So if I want to watch uh, a John Frankenheimer movie, I'll just stick with that one, I guess.
1: Well, I just have one more thing to say about this. Okay. What, this very appropriate film in the whats the shit category. And you did guess it. You got it. But that is that they. If you watch the trailer, they really tried tried to make a particular line stick, kind of like that, you know, yippee ki yay, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like something that you know was be just gonna stand the test of time and of we course. can put it on a t shirt. That line I want you to know was I want some goddamn hot chocolate and a piece of pecan fucking pie,
2: <laughs> and it's mentioned
1: twice in the trailer, which tells me that they're really and Ben Affleck says it throughout the film. And it's he says like, that
0: throughout I'm the film. I'm pretty
1: sure, if I'm remembering correctly, I know in the trailer it's in at least two different separate instances. It's like his thing. He says that he wants to keep bringing out. Like he gets out of prison, and it's like, I want some goddamn hot chocolate and a piece of pecan fucking pie. Wow! It it's it is like yeah, every time. All right, time man, you should get some. <laughs> and it's it's like ends up being a thing he demands Ugh. when he finally gets you know some turnaround or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It is. Uh, the fact that somebody wrote that line and thought this is going to stick is just nauseating. This is the line. This is the line this that is makes it. the film. This is it. Reindeer Gifts. Everything about this film makes, me, makes it seem like they thought this was going to be something it was not.
0: Well, too anyway. bad. <laughs> sounds anyway. Sounds like a swing and a miss from old John Frankenheimer.
1: Indeed. But you know what? It wasn't for you. You got it and you haven't even seen it.
0: And so, I haven't even seen congratulations. it. Congratulations. And I'm pretty happy about it.
1: Congratulations.
0: Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of uh, podcast.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening to this this episode of podcast. This episode
0: of podcast. We're changing the title. This episode of Side Talks, which is a podcast, as you know.
1: I think we changed the name to movie podcast. Movie podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of movie podcast. We are your own personal (laughs) cinematic Maury Povich and Jerry Springer. You're not the daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Woo whoosh yeah uh, so my favorite i could just watch i i will admit something i could watch just a good 20 30 minute montage of the dudes who'd get up and dance and just dance yeah, yeah i almost I did really, that when really, you said that i really, just started really doing really like the worm it.
0: on the floor um yeah
1: and i'm not proud of this because generally what's happening next to them is a woman who's broken down crying right you know and so i'm not proud of it but there is just something really enjoyable about yeah the guy who does the worm on the ground <laughs> Anyway, I don't know who's worse, Maury or Jerry. I think in some ways, you know, I think Maury might be worse because he, in some ways, he, he I think he finds himself more esteemed.
0: Yeah, or, I, I don't think Jerry Springer ever claimed to be like a legitimate <laughs> talk show oh, no. entertainer. I
1: think maybe for a week, maybe for one week. And you then know, and then, then he just kind one. of
0: embraced the sleaze.
1: Oh, man. Anyway, either one. I think, you know, six of one. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, thanks to Revelator Coffee for sponsoring.
0: Thanks to Boutwell Studios for sponsoring and putting everything together for us. What comes next? Sidewalkfest.com and at Sidewalk Film on social media where you can find Showtimes at the Sidewalk Cinema. We're showing a bunch of movies in the next few weeks.
1: Come you see one with us. You are the father.
0: Oh, I, <laughs> I can't do the worm now. Um, that's
1: when you. That's when you just cry.
0: Yeah. Oh no, I fathered a child. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, that was an interesting was ending. Good one. <laughs> All right. Bye.
2: Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words. Our expertise.